0: Hey, what's up everybody? Welcome back to the podcast. Thank you for joining us. We're going to do part two here of dead. We talked about last time how uh, uh, the Bible says, I'm going to read it to you, Colossians 3 verse 3 says, um, for you are dead and your life is hid with Christ in God. Part Part of salvation for us is actually dying, dying to the old nature. We spent the most of last podcast talking about dying to selfish ambition, dying to our own way of doing things. But I want to read to you a couple verses and then draw a few things out that I believe will help you. You know, for us as believers, I believe there's something on the inside of us that wants to go deeper in the things of God. We we don't want to stay and just live a normal uh, Christian life and make it to heaven. There's something on the inside of us that wants the dangerous Christianity. There's something on the inside of us that wants to risk something. You know, risk is right. Everything in life really is a risk when you think about it. People go to work go to a job, uh, and there's a risk that, that the job's going to stay in business and that they're not wasting their career. People go to a college, and there's a risk. And they may look and say, you know, you shouldn't go into... Uh, people have been dissuaded from going into the ministry because, oh, it's too risky financially. You need a more solid plan. But where everything's a risk, you know, every... You, you think about... Um, I've been doing some investing lately, and you think about investing and part of me just wants to say investing really is like educated gambling right it's like you take money you you're betting that this company's going to do well so part of me is like how is this different than than betting I'm going and putting this in a slot machine and <laughs> hoping for the best but all of life really is a is in one way a gamble you wake up you you go outside and now let me just speak to you uh, as far as the human experience, so not as a Christian, let me just take a step back uh, and, and speak to you as far as the human experience. You walk outside and you're betting that you're going to be safe when you get in the car. You're betting that other people are going to follow the rules of the road uh, uh, as you do. You know, There's there's betting in everything. There's betting when you go to work that you're going to get promoted. Many people take a job that doesn't pay a ton because they say, well, I'm going to get promoted, or this is going to be a stepping stone for my career. There's risk in all of it. All of life is a risk, right? you pick someone to marry and you and you're betting the fact that they're not going to cheat on you in 20 years right there's a there's a risk to life risk life is risk and so for us people talk about wanting to take the safe way and they look at it like oh you're in the ministry like that must be difficult no guarantee you know whatever they say oh you're in sales i've heard it all before 100% commission everything is a risk but there's something on the inside of us that says, while I'm risking it, let me risk it for the kingdom of God, because I know one thing is certain. There's a revelation of the word of God that says, one day I'm going to stand before God and I'm going to receive a reward for my life. And I'm unwilling to stand before him with nothing to show for it. And so this is going to help us to see, first of all, what we've left behind, and then we'll get in on the next time to uh, alive what we've come alive to. I want to read this to you, something that I wrote. I died to the power and control of sin. I died to sinful desires. I died to using my body as an instrument of sin. I died to doing it my way. I died to my choices. I died to ambition of self. I died to my plan for my life. I died to the old nature. I died to destruction. I died to being an enemy of God. I died to my financial plan. I died to sickness and disease. I died to the effects of sin. I died to anger, unforgiveness, and bitterness. I died to depression. I died to valleys, poverty, shame. I died to lust, died to brokenheartedness, died to feelings of unworthiness, died to worthlessness, jealousy, and revenge. I died to me. I died to a reputation. And I died to what humans think. I died to worry because that's for the living. I want to stop and and, and spend some time here on dying to reputation. The Bible says in in the book of Matthew, uh, and it's chapter 16, verse 25, it says, Whoever wishes to save his life will lose it. But whoever loses his life for my sake will find it. When we actually look at what we do, because it's expected of us, I'm not talking about the normal things. Yes, if you're married, you should wake up, you should make the bed, you should pick your socks up off the floor. The, the, I'm not talking about those things. But if you look at the controlling attitude behind much of what we do, if you, that's why we have to give a, a, a real evaluation of our life and our spiritual life. We have to look, and not that we spend time in you know a ton of time inspecting ourselves and saying you know what's being. Being self-focused because there's no joy in being self-focused, but where we can, uh, by the Holy Ghost, look and just say, "Man, am I am I am I doing things the right way? Am I following after God hard? A- am I doing this because it's just something that I do, or am I doing it because I love God?" The awesome thing about salvation and Christianity is it's obviously it's unlike every other any other world religion and that it's true and that our god is the real god but but when god comes to live on the inside of you he gives you his love so there's this compelling force on the inside of us that wants to serve god you know every other religion is a dry religion you 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 try to serve i remember making a phone call it was to to some tech company, and I was calling for, I think it was Apple, calling for um, support on, on a, a piece of equipment. And I was talking to this young guy, and before I got off the phone, I just felt like I'm um, talking about the Lord. And I just said, Hey, man, before you go, I want to tell you that God loves you and He's got a plan for your life. And he said, Yeah, well, you know, I'm Muslim. And there's a young American guy. He's like, Yeah, I'm Muslim. And uh, I said, Oh, okay. He said, Yeah, man, but I'm, I'm just not a very good Muslim, man. I like bacon. And <laughs> I just laughed when he said that. I'm like, Yeah, man. Uh, yeah uh pretty good I, I i bacon tastes great i agree with you i don't really eat bacon but um uh but he said that he's like i try to be a good muslim but um but I like bacon too much <laughs> And uh, you could tell, like he was beating himself up, because it's just everything's external. That's the difference between other religions and Christianity is ex- external. You can you can be totally wicked on the outside, but if you do things on the in, if you excuse me, on the inside, but if you do things on the outside, you're considered holy, or you're considered righteous, or you're considered whatever. And that's the difference. Christianity is it's an inside change that makes the outside change easy. And that's why I said um, before I said without love. Everything in the Bible is difficult. You know, when you love Jesus, you want to worship him. You want to pray. Prayer prayer actually comes automatically to someone who's in love with the Lord. Like you just want to talk to the Lord. When you love someone, you just want to talk to him. That's why when people are like dating or engaged or you know, they just want to talk to their loved one. They text all the time, they want to send pictures. You know, when you're in love with the Lord, it's like you You could be pumping gas and you're talking to the Lord. You could be fishing and you're talking to the Lord. And I ended up talking to this guy and I just said to him, I said, yeah, man, I said, that's really the difference between Christianity is uh, uh, not just Islam, but, but most world religions are what can you do for me, where Jesus came to die for us. And so, yes, there's an external thing that follows, but it's an internal change. And, and that really hit home with him and I ended up praying with him and he received the Lord on the phone. Man, it was awesome. He's like, man, this is so good. He's like, my grandma's a Christian. I've been thinking about it. And... Um, uh, was definitely a backslidden muslim but but came and received the lord jesus so awesome but that but that's the thing is like everything is internal in christianity so when you love the lord there's a moving force that moves you that moves you forward and that's that's the love of god and it makes everything that we tell you to do if you if you go back over the last 269 episodes of this i've i've instructed a lot you know for me it's like that's how the lord deals with me lord show me what to do if there's there's times the lord has come and corrected me but that's how I respond hey just I just want to do the right thing, Lord. My heart is right. Show me if I'm missing it somewhere. Show me what it is. And so there's things that I cling to, man. My time in the Word, I cling to it. But let's talk about reputation. Um, there's there's things that we do that are that are done because we feel like we have to. But there comes a point where we die to the reputation and the expectation of other people. And I believe this is one of the hardest things that people face. We see it in the Bible with with Saul and David, where Saul was commanded to go as the, as the first King was commanded to go and, and to kill, um, to completely wipe out these people. And they went and they, and, and the Lord actually said, wipe out everybody, including all the animals, all the livestock. And he gets back and the prophet comes up and says, okay, um, so tell me how it went. He's like, it went good. He said, the prophet said, did you do everything the Lord commanded? He said, yes. He said, how come I hear sheep then? Why do I hear the, the, the noise of that sheep make in my ear? And he said, well, the people, the people wanted to give God us an offering. And that sounds good. Like, yeah, we're going to wipe it out, but we're going to take the best so we can bring it back and give God an offering. But that's not what the Lord commanded. And so there's two lessons. There's obedience is better than sacrifice. But why did he do it? It's because of the fear of man. He lost his throne because of the fear of man. And so there's, there's something on the inside of us that wants to please people. And so for you, I want to ask you this question. Who are you aiming to please? Who are you aiming to please? Because if you don't begin to say, I please the Lord more than anybody, I'm aiming to please the Lord. I encourage you in your prayer time to start praying those prayers. Father, I burn out the fear of man from from inside my heart and mind. Lord, I aim to please you. Father, I want my life to be pleasing to you. I don't care who else it pleases, I want it to please you. And so, for, for a lot of times, if you have people who love the Lord, As you obey the Lord. My mom loves. The fact my mom loves where where her boys are, right? She's raised us to serve the Lord. She's so happy that we love the Lord. We're doing what God's called us to do, and so for her, there's no heartache in where we are because we're serving the Lord. So people who are uh, minded to serve God are generally going to be happy with with your decisions for the Lord. But there will be people who won't, and so for many of you, maybe you've you've had it difficult. Maybe you're the only Christian in your family, but you make a decision. I'm 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 choosing to serve God. I was reading a magazine today and it's called Voice of the Martyrs. And there's, it was talking about people in India who, uh, they, they become, they get born again, but they're persecuted by their family. And this, and they were talking about Bible distribution. And they said, this lady said, yeah, you know, my family won't let me go to church. Uh, uh, I, there's a lot of persecution at home, but now she said, but it's nothing compared to knowing that my sins are forgiven by Jesus Christ. And now I've got my, my, my longstanding prayer answered that I could uh, learn about God through the Bible. She got her own Bible for the first time. And, and so there's this decision to say, I don't care what people think, I'm choosing to die to, to my reputation. My reputation doesn't matter. What people think of me doesn't matter. I look at Pastor Rodney. I look at, I look at uh, th- this whole thing that's happened with him getting arrested, Pastor Rodney Howard Brown. And and I look at this whole thing uh, of him getting arrested. And there's people who, you know, there's people coming out of the woodworks, people who love the constitution, who are so thankful. Atheists who are showing up in, uh, on online and saying, I'm an atheist, but I just want to say thank you for standing up for the constitution. I fully support what you did, you know? But then there's the Christians who are all around the world within 24, 48 hours where, oh, I can't believe this. And for them, there's people who've hated Pastor writing for a long time because of the joy, because of the anointing, and it just validates. See, he's a criminal now, you know, and it's these things. But when it comes down to it, you're, you're going to have to decide there's people in this life that will never like your stance, and it may be people that you were close friends with at one point. There may be people who just don't see, there may be Christians that don't see eye to eye with you, that you believe in the baptism of the Holy Ghost, that you believe in miracles, that you believe in speaking in tongues, that you believe in in signs and wonders, that you believe in, in full on firm Christianity. You, there'll be people, you go to fast, there'll be people who try to discourage you from fasting. There'll be people who you, you go to uh, lay hands on the sick and they want to discourage you. Oh, healing's not in the atonement. And they'll be upset that you don't agree with them this is the reality. Welcome to planet earth. People don't get along. You look at it, people just don't get along. And so when we come to it, there's, there, there comes a point where we have to say, who, who, who do I care about? Who do I care what they think too much? Who is it out there that when I, when I'm trying to be approved that I'm looking at and saying, I hope they approve of me? Because if you're doing things, things God's way and they approve, great. But if you're doing things God's way and they don't approve, that's where the line is drawn. That's where you're willing to say. That's where the Bible says, people get confused about the scripture. The Bible says, um, who, whosoever uh, finds their life will lose it. And whosoever loses their life for my sake will find it. And then there's a scripture that says, if you can't hate your brother Um, Your mother, your father, in comparison to me, you're not worthy of me. He wasn't saying, hate your mother and father. He was saying in comparison. So it's like, if you want to serve God and they're trying to hold you back, you have to decide, I'm willing to lose my family over the fact that I'm serving the Lord people get confused by that because they think, oh does that mean I have to forsake? No because many times families are the biggest ones for many of you, your family is is the only reason you're born again is because you were raised by godly parents. but it's there there comes a point of decision where you say it's not about my reputation. What has God called me to do? I live my life and I make my decisions based on this on this particular day where I'm going to stand before God and all I want to hear is well done, good and faithful servant. And so make that decision in your heart today. I believe we have people here who who are consecrating, and this is really true consecration, where you say, God, I belong to you. I've died to my way of doing things. I gave up my rights. I'm not fighting for my rights. Can you see the difference here between people saying, you know, is it okay that I listen to this music and I'm still a Christian? Is it okay, you know, that I watch these movies and I'm still, you know, as a Christian, is it okay if I watch these? That's a Christian who's fighting for his rights rather than someone who's fighting for the kingdom of God. That's a me, me, me mentality. Okay, I still want to have as much pleasure on the earth as I can while still making it to heaven. Where our, our mindset shouldn't be self-focused. It should be, Lord, what do I need to do? How do I get, this has been my prayer over the years, Lord, how do I get more skin in the game, right? How do I get my heart more invested in this thing? And when you start praying prayers like that, that's where the Lord will then say, all right, Uh, Well, where your treasure is, there your heart will be also. So, a lot of times when I say, "Lord, I want to, I want to go deeper in Your kingdom," usually there's there's something offering wise that's required of me. Why? Because it's a natural thing. Where my treasure is, there my heart is also. So, when you give something generous towards the kingdom, your heart goes along with it. Um, It's a way that you can actually get more, uh, get more of a of a get your heart further invested in the kingdom is through through uh, your finances, through working and then supporting the kingdom of God. Um, but dying to our reputation. I believe there's people here that are that are listening, that, that really the cry of your heart is, Lord, I just want to serve you and I want to please you. But let me ask you that question, because I had to do this for myself. Who are the people that you really care what they think? There are people that you're even trying to convince uh, your way on your side. There comes a point where you have to say, listen, even if they turn their back on me, I'm still serving the Lord. There will come a time where the persecution will come, and it's probably going to be from someone that's closest to you. And God's looking to set you up that you can be prepared because it's only Jesus' reputation that matters. Our reputation on this earth doesn't matter. We're here to lift up the name of Jesus. I love you. God bless you. We'll see you tomorrow.